Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the Bet Victor podcast. And this week, it is the Champions League special. We're going to be talking all things about the final. A really, really exciting tie in prospect, I think, anyway, on paper. Paris Saint Germain versus Bayern Munich. It's been a very strange tournament. Uh, we've had plenty of excitement in the one-legged ties, which I, I know plenty of people want to see stay. Uh, joining me as ever is resident football fan Douglas McRae. Dougie, uh, how are we doing? Yeah, very well, Sam. Really, really looking forward to this final. I think we could have a classic on our hands here. Well, I mean, looking at the route to the final, uh, 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 there were comparisons drawn with uh, Bayern's effort against uh, Barcelona. Uh, in terms of, it was like the Brazil-Germany game from a few years ago, which was just an absolute yeah. goal fest. Uh, punters out there, I, I think if Messi had scored, I think they'd have won just about every bet we had going on the site. So that was a fantastic game for them. It, it was a mad game to watch, wasn't it? And uh, let's touch on Bayern. They obviously dispatched Leon uh, most recently. They came through their tie against Chelsea, the second leg of that. Uh, with ease as such not too much of a scare there free scoring I've watched a lot of the Bundesliga since the restart and they were clinical is this the best Bayern side we've seen in a long time I definitely think it's the best Bayern side we've seen since they won the tournament back in uh, 2013 um, when they had the likes of Ribéry Robin, um, thinking that that yeah, kind yeah, of era, all, yeah, all, all, all these type of guys. So Miller's still still around since then, and since then you've obviously got Lewandowski, who's their their, their talisman, and in behind him with the likes of Nabry, um, Gretzka. These guys are are top top players, and going forward, they are so ruthless. We touched on that last week that they're they're so incisive, they're so ruthless, and they really don't have it in them to take their foot off the gas. Um, looking at this game, the only weakness I can see in Bayern is that they are so offensive that they play such a high line. And in the game last night, Leon really did get in behind and was very unlucky not to score. Yes, and I think uh, anyone backing PSG to, to win in 90 minutes or, or to, to lift the trophy um, will be clinging to that. Just to touch on some statistical analysis of Bayern, specifically in the Champions League, obviously the data a little bit skewered by the 8-2 win, but I always think, Dougie, we might see that as a bit of a freak, but they did still score eight goals against Barcelona. Whether Barcelona are down tools after the second or not, it still happened. And in their 10 appearances in the Champions League, 42 goals, uh, and then we've got a shots per game of 22.9. Obviously put up a little bit by that. Possession stats, very impressive. Uh, similar to, to how they dominate in the Bundesliga. It's only 1% below that, 60.4% possession. They yeah. just uh, they are a real force. And interesting, their pass completion rate is actually better in the Champions League than it is in the Bundesliga. Dougie, um, this, this Bayern side... Um, the, the one thing that struck me looking at the stats, just the nine yellows in the last 10 appearances in the Champions League, they're disciplined as well in terms of, not necessarily defensively, but in terms of how they, they play as a unit. I do think there's there's potential for, for plenty of goals in this tie. And, you know, Chelsea managed to get one, obviously Barcelona nicked two goals. They're not, they're not this sort of defensive machine that I think some people thought they could be. 
No, they're not a defensive machine. They're an attacking machine. Machine, if anything, you know, you look at the way they they line up, um, in their sort of in their four two three one formation, um, Kimmy and, and and Davies are are up and down that line for the full ninety minutes, and even you're looking at your holding players, the your Goretzka and and Thiago, they're they're meant to sit there, but they they wander forward as well, and then you've got a front a front and front four, so they're really um. They really are an attacking unit. They're, they, I mean, they're defensively they're good, but you notice with Neuer, Neuer is almost a sweeper in there. Yeah. He's he's out at his eighteen yard line all the time, mopping up passes. And you know, you, you kind of if you back if you back Bayern Munich and he's out there and he's passing the ball around in the easy eighteen yard box and beyond, you're you're obviously sweating a bit when he does it. But he's he's done it all his, his full career and he does it well. Well, let's turn to the, the, the challengers, if you like, the second favourites in the tie, uh, which is Paris Saint-Germain. Their Champions League last 10-game record, 25 goals, just 12.4 shots per game. Obviously, way down on, on Bayern there, but that, that 8-2 probably skews that a little bit. Uh, Discipline-wise, 25 yellows they've picked up, which seems a phenomenally high number uh, when you think that's averaging 2.5 a game. So far, uh, possession stats a little bit less than Bayern. Dougie, um, they came past an Atalanta side that many people, including myself, fancied to do a number on them. Uh, they then dispatched Red Bull with uh, what I th- Leipzig with what I thought was um, clinical efficiency. Really, uh, I, I I'm going to be leaning at the prices. I think we'll come on to the, the the more specific betting markets a little bit later on in the podcast. I am leaning for for Paris Saint Germain to to give. Buying some form of game here, if not, if not win it, I, I just think when I think back to that Memphis Depay chance that occurred uh, when he was through on goal very early against Bayern, if that was Neymar, if that was Mbappe, it would be that would be a goal, and I I just sit here and I wonder. Bayern can't afford to make those mistakes. The space that they they can't you can't give a player like that room that can finish, turn, and go. And I thought, if if frankly a B Tech version of Neymar and Memphis Depay can get that close to to, to doing it, I just think I think they're going to be really susceptible. If Paris Saint Germain can set up and not concede in that first twenty minutes, their counter attack could be really really key here. You know, I think PSG. I'm pretty certain PSG will get in behind Bayern Munich, and um, they play such a high line. Munich, uh, they almost they almost disregard. You know. Front lines, they can't disregard this one, um, this front th- front three, um, and I think they will get in behind them. And I think P- Paris Saint Germain will score. It's uh, it's defensively, will they be able to cope with the onslaught of Bayern Munich? Because we know that Bayern Munich, are, are, when it comes to pos- possession, um, more more often than not, they absolutely dominate dominate in that area. So, I, I think. I think that's a key start here. I think if Bayern can hold the ball, move it, do what they've been doing in pre- in previous games, um, the the onslaught of attack will be probably too much. But I do still think PSG will, will have a say, and I think they'll score. I think the front three there are are are, are too good in a way not to finish these chances of the likes of uh, what Leon had last night. So I do think PSG will score, but I think Bayern Munich. Might have too much in the locker. Interestingly, as well, I meant to mention there that we we touched on Barcelona when they were playing um, in the game against Bayern, and 
the front three there don't press for Barcelona. And the front three for PSG are similar to that. They don't do a lot of the legwork um, that maybe other sides would. So I think that could have an impact as well when Bayern are moving forward, that this front three don't tend to press that well. No, that's a very fair point. Coming up, Dougie and I are going to highlight our key men for the game and we're going to give you some best bets for the tie after this very short break. Stay tuned. We've landed plenty of winners already on the podcast. We're going to find you a few more. Hey, Harry. Hello, mate. Should I take boosted odds on the big lad to score first or risk a cheeky bet on the new boy? Listen, back in the day, people were always offering me deals on players. But sometimes, despite the fans screaming for me to sign them and the chairman having the cash, if I wasn't sure, then it wasn't worth the gamble. Sometimes your best bet is not to take the bet at all. Oh, got to run, pal. The dog's just peed in me slippers. Harry? Listen to Harry and please gamble responsibly. 18 plus, be gambleaware.org. Right, welcome back. We're going to get stuck in now uh, to who Dougie and I think potentially could be the men to watch, the star men, if you like. And you might want to dabble, depending on what the prices look like when they come out a bit later on, uh, in the man of the match markets. Uh, Dougie, I'll let you go first on this one. Do you want to pick a Bayern or a PSG man to watch in this game? I'm a Bayern man since I'm, I'm, I'm a massive fan of this side. So, yeah, I mean, obviously you've got the likes of Nabry and, and Lewandowski in there that everyone knows, you know, are, are, are key. But Alfonso Davies for me is, is someone that really is key to this side um, going down the flank. When Bayern are moving forward, he's kind of, he, he, he can get in behind. He can get balls in the box for Lewandowski. Even if even if those get cleared, it then comes into sort of the the, the the three guys in the middle. So yeah, I really like him. I think he's I think he's a great I think he's a great modern day fullback. Um, and you know if you're looking at man in the match markets and things, you know that he 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 can bag and he can get there and assists. And he's got that side to him as well that you know defensively, he's got a big job. So um, I like him. He's a great player and a, he's a great player and a, and, a, and a team of great players. Yeah, certainly. Speaking of a team of great players, I've got to go for one of the attacking options for PSG because they're not going to win this by having a defensive shout uh, shutout against Bayern. Let's be honest; we'll all be staggered if this game ends, you know, under two and a half goals. I think, with that in mind, PSG are going to have to outscore them, and a lot of the responsibility will come down on the front three. But Kylian Mbappe, for me, I think this young man Dougie is son of is still. He gets talked about a lot, but I still think he's such an exciting player. And I'm sort of hopeful, no disrespect to the French League, because it's clearly a decent league. We've seen that with the likes of Lyon putting out Man City. I would love to see him in the Premier League. Uh, I'm not sure we ever will, but um, he's young enough that he could go anywhere. I just think, Dougie, this is is a game tailor-made for him. He He has got so many attributes... And I just was re-watching that run this morning that the likes of Memphis Depay managed to get on a, a couple of occasions against the Bayern side. When he found space, he exploited it in terms of getting into the right position. And Bappe's yeah. a much more intelligent footballer, a much better finisher in my book as well. I, I really think this could be a, a set up for him to just really have the game of games. And I know a lot of the focus probably ends up on Neymar uh, uh, to do that for me. I just expect it's strange. I expect more of the of the younger man here, and I think Mbappe really is going to announce himself as 
a top three finisher. And I can see this final doing that. You've got so many to choose from in this final. Don't get me wrong. Robert Lewandowski, fantastic, fantastic player in terms of finishing on the pitch as well. There's plenty of unsung heroes. I think Thomas Muller for Bayern, if I was going to consider a man of the match bet, I know people might get plenty more goals, but I can see him having an integral part in in the flow. If Bayern are to win, he's going to have to have a good game and he's very consistent. Uh, his football's certainly better than his joke telling. I don't know if you saw, Dougie, the clip of him. Uh, I, I loved it. You yeah, it describing it Robert Lewandowski as Robert yeah. Lewandowski. It was David Brent-esque, I think. It's like dad joke, it, definitely. Yeah, it really was. It really, really was. Um, so that's just a little bit of a heads up on who Dougie and I think are going to have a big influence on the game. we better come to our bets now, Dougie. Um, oh, listen, th- this is a tough one to call. I'm going to let you go first. Now your colours to the mask. Uh, I Masked even, I should say. So to lift the trophy, just so the markets are up for everyone to be aware of, Bayern 4-9, PSG 13-8. In terms of the 90-minute market, 23-10 PSG. The draw's 31-10, 19-20 favourites. Bayern, what are you going for, Dougie, bet-wise? Come on, let's have it. So I'm going back to my old pal Lewandowski here. I think there's a bit of value. I'm going to put up a couple here, Sam, right? I'll give, yeah. you, a nap at the, I'll give you a nap at the end. Um, so Lewandowski's five to two first goal scorer, quite like that. And we've got and I've picked it one at a huge price here, right? That if it comes in, then we may as well stop doing the podcast because it won't get any better, right? So you've got Lewandowski first goal scorer, Bayern Munich to win four two is eighty one to one, right? That's my crazy sort of bonkers bet. But my nap, one that I definitely think's got every chance, is Bayern Munich to win and both teams to score in the 90 minutes, and that's 2-1. to one. Yeah, OK. Interesting. I think you've made fair reasoning for why you think um, that's a good bet, and your naps have done really well, so I commend you on that. I'm going to throw the baby out the bath water here. I'm, I'm, I'm back in PSG. I think that market, that price, 13-8, to eight, if they stay within a goal of buying for the entirety of the 90 to start with, let's worry about that, there's always a chance they'll be able to drag it into extra time. I I just I just think looking at it, they're they're too big a price. Not not necessarily that they're massive. I just thirteen to eight to you know for a team of this quality, and I think a lot will come down to that first goal. We're both expecting goals in the game, and I hope we're not left with egg on our face. But let's be honest, everything statistically points to goals. Defensively, I think both teams could be susceptible. Uh, so yeah, the overs markets don't make much appeal just in terms of prices. I had a little look at over 4.5 and 23 to 10. It's just not a price I want to play, but I do think that'd be interesting. I'll definitely be having uh, a few fun bet builders on the game. Um, once I, I tend to wait for team news on those. I just, I think sometimes we all dive in a bit early and it only takes one slightly strange tactical decision. If you're looking at bookings, of course, I'll probably have a little play on, on PSG to, to have most cards buying most shots maybe, but in terms of a bet, I'll probably back Mbappe to be man of the match. Uh, if I'm going to do that, I think 11 to 10 for him to score any time in the 90 is is a good price as well. I'd sooner have him than Neymar. I just, I just think he's just a little bit of cutting edge. And against the Bayern defence, I can see him having a bit of fun uh, at the expense of some slightly tired legs towards the end of the game. But it, it's a hard, it's a hard one. But my nap is going to be Dougie. I'm opposing you here. 
I'm going 13 to 8 PSG to lift the trophy. That's all right. I appreciate it means listeners need to make a decision because we can't be backing both of them. But I, I just really, really fancy them. And I think... It, it, I know a lot of neutrals are going to be rooting for Bayern here. I think their brand of football has been fantastic since the restart. Not to say PSG are a boring side, but I think there's the connotations that they've bought it a little bit. Um, either way, it's going to be a great game. We're really looking forward to it. Obviously, it goes without saying we'd encourage anyone to gamble responsibly. Do your homework. Make sure you check out all the stats markets out there. And if you can't find a bet, just enjoy it because I think we're going to expect an absolute feast of football. Uh, Dougie, let's just touch then. Just a quick interesting point. These two teams made the final, obviously. Do you think, route-wise, who's proven themselves on the bigger stage more? Because the only thing I would say, Bayern beat a Chelsea side that were already out of the first leg. They took apart a Barcelona side that had already downed tools a little bit in the Liga, and clearly there have been big problems behind the scenes. Leon, for all they got rid of Man City, finished seventh in the French League. I actually think Paris Saint-Germain, in a way, had a little bit... The two games they played... I actually think they had, they, they had the more difficult tests against Atalanta and, and a Red Bull Leipzig side that really could have been anything. I know they're not the bigger names, but Atalanta especially, I, I thought that, that, that fortitude to come through that game impressed me more. Yeah, there's cases to be made in that, in that sense for, for both the sides. Barcelona um, being, sorry, Bayern defeating Barcelona 8-2 obviously speaks for itself but you're right you know they had to overcome Atalanta and they done it at the last kick of the ball the last two kicks of the ball and uh, yeah I mean yeah, I, I don't know there's arguments on both sides with that um, I, I think you're right it's going to be a, a, an amazing final I think in terms of um, attacking football I think it could be one of the best finals we've seen in years and what, what I really like about this final is that it's two champions playing each other yeah and if you think Dougie and I have jinxed it uh, 11 to 1 for the nil nil draw. I personally wouldn't touch that with a barge pole, uh, but I know some people out there, sometimes pundits and ourselves, fans, get so carried away that people like to bat the nil nil because, listen, these games, there's a lot riding on it. And, and Dougie, just let's touch on those one legged ties. It's been a bit of a clamour for, for that to be the norm. I'm not Brilliant. sure how it would it. work in a normal season because financially it won't make UA for as much money and also how you end up with neutral venues for, for quarterfinals and all sorts. Did you did you think the one-legged tie was a... Obviously, it's happened by default, not not through design. Would you favour it? Oh, absolutely. I think, it's, I think it's best for football. You know, you've got one leg, you know, at a neutral venue. It's, it, it's, it's a more sort of purist um, version because you've got the two legs there's plenty of sides it's set up tactically yeah, you know, the away to, goals to, to look at Atletico Madrid right Atletico Madrid would have went through against Leipzig if it was over two legs probably because you know you know how they set up you know they they, they set up and they'd be tight and then they go out and they and, and you know you, you know they, they, they scrape the result and there's plenty of teams that do that and it always means that you get you, you usually get the same teams always going through in the last eight or whatever. This season, it's been different. You know, you've got Leon in the semis, you've got Leipzig in there. PSG made making the final for the first time. It's just, it's just great to watch, and it's and it's dramatic. And I think they could make it work. You know, they could, you could have the final four, um, over a space of a few days, 
you know, it's only three matches, two semis and a final. You play the play the two semis on a Wednesday and Thursday and have the final on a Sunday. All in one city, what a what a party, what an event that would be. It'd be, be amazing if, if you wait for let it happen, which mm. I don't think they will, but we can always dream. The other thing I'd say is it'd probably be an advantage to the clubs involved because it would reduce the schedule. If you did it from at least yeah, the semis, it, would, yeah, it, yeah. it knocks another game off. The travelling's not as intense. They're in one place. I think there's yeah. a lot to be said for it. Um, I, I suspect it's too good an idea. It's too good an idea for the UEFA. I, I, I think we're closer to having a European Super League than we are to having this as a normal normal procedure. But that's fine. And I think it's it's been a very strange year. And and you know we've enjoyed we've enjoyed seeing it. Um, just to let you guys know what we've got coming up on the podcast, we've got some very exciting football content ahead of the new season. We will be previewing uh, League Two, League One, and the Championship with our resident expert on all things football league uh, Gabriel Sutton so do make sure you subscribe to the podcast and get ready to download that one because it'll be really good he's going to dig out some fantastic value plays and of course the Premier League is back we will be touching base with our ambassadors Michael Owen and Harry Redknapp to get their views on the new Premier League season Dougie we're really excited for this bits of content and there's going to be some value bets to be found I think um, um, yeah definitely I mean with uh, Gabriel is like the definition of an anorak when it comes to to, to your um, League One and League Two, and Harry and Michael, that is one where you need to have the notepad in front of you and, and get the get the names down there that they pick because who better you know to to point you in the right direction. Yeah, we'll certainly be uh, sharing that all over our social media. But the last thing I want you guys to do that have been listening is tweet us if you've found this on Twitter or or reply on the Facebook page. Let us know what what you think. Your best bet for PSG v Bayern Munich is if you're going to have one. I'm really interested to hear your thoughts. Put them up before kickoff, and we'll give a shout out next week to anyone that manages to score a winner or two. We'll be back with more content. Premier League season, the fixtures announced today as we record this. We'll have uh, regular weekly content covering and charting all the big games. We're really looking forward to a massive, massive a year of sport what's left of it it's very very strange but football is back and we've got a great Champions League final to enjoy do of course gamble responsibly and we look forward to catching up with you all very very soon very very soon